Hello, hello. Welcome to the Worthy Writers Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten McNeil, a Canadian self-published author and full-service editor for fellow writers. On this podcast, you'll get a look into my personal writing journey and find encouragement to enjoy your own. If you had a good time with me, I would appreciate if you could like, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. All right, worthy writers, let's jump in. Episode number six, what is a debut novel? We're back with another writing myth. A debut novel is a writer's first novel. To be honest, a simple no can debunk this myth, so there's not much else I can say. I will explore more about what a debut novel means, what constitutes a good book, and the subjectivity of the publishing industry. What is a debut novel? It is the first book you have published. The first book that you've been proud to say is yours. It doesn't have to be a crazy masterpiece to be considered good either. All of the classic literature and social commentary has already been published. But we're ready for your book and for you to live out your purpose. You can be an entertainer or choose to provoke a conversation in a sensitive topic. Light or dark content, that doesn't really matter. What matters is that you are now a published author and no one can take that away from you. You don't have to justify why you're writing to anyone. You don't need a profound reason either. If you want to write and say you have a published book, do it. If you only have one book you want to share, or wait 10 years in between your next publication, do that. If your debut novel comes when you're 15, amazing! If your debut novel comes when you're 52, amazing! There are no rules about age or frequency of publishing that apply to the industry. Anyone can write a novel, but the published product will never be the first story ever written. In episode 3, I talked about all the different stories I wrote from ages 7 to 12. But what about all the stories I didn't tell you about throughout my life? The ones I wrote only for myself. My journal. The stories from the writing workshops in college. The half-finished manuscripts tucked away in the folder. The notes on my phone packed with little ideas. Sure, they're not full-on novels. But all of that comes together to add to my knowledge base and help me practice my craft. The piece that you end up publishing isn't going to be the first draft of your novel. It's going to be the billionth. Maybe less if you're not a perfectionist like me. So technically, the published piece is not the first novel you've written. It's a version of the first novel you wrote, but it changed a bunch after the gruesome editing process. One of the joys about being a writer is that you decide what your first impression will be in the publishing industry. You choose what legacy you will forge, the first social media post you make, what you share about your personal and writing life, the excerpts you share. All of that is under your control. What is the first book you will share? Instead of calling it a debut novel, maybe they should call it the first public novel, the one that reflects all of your knowledge, experience, and creativity to date. It's not going to be perfect, and it won't be the only work that defines your career. You will learn more and mature as a writer the more you read and write. That's all part of the journey. If you're self-published, you do have the option to unpublish your novel. 
I have thought about doing that with two of my books. Strength From Within was the first published novel. It's a collection of short stories in contemporary fiction with themes of sexuality, mental health, abusive relationships, and other themes of family and friendship. I only had beta readers helping me out because I couldn't afford much else. I made the decision to publish because if I didn't do it when I did, I don't think I ever would have the courage to do it at all. I set a deadline for myself, and I told people to keep myself accountable. I may have rushed into publishing. The last few years, I've learned how important it is to hire a professional editor and get more pairs of eyes on it who know how to dissect a book and rebuild it to perfection. But do I regret publishing? Absolutely not. I learned so much about editing, formatting, cover design, and overall publishing from that experience. I needed that to learn, to give me the confidence to see that I can become a published author. This is the choice I made to get my name out there and experience everything I could about self-publishing. It may not be the best choice for everyone, but now that I've gained more knowledge and experience, I plan to revamp the stories in this novel and go all out with editors and cover design. If I have to wait a little longer because I don't have the funds yet, so be it. I want to do this well and go all out. But what you should take away from this is that I didn't have to go all out to be published. I always had options. I always had a choice. And I can change my mind at any time about publishing and republishing new editions. I am in control. My first book will always be known as Strength From Within, and I am so proud of that. What book will you be proud to share as your first? One thing I will caution you on is the urge to fix everything and republish as you reach each new stage in your writing career. The trick is knowing when to leave well enough alone and when you really do need to republish a book. If you want to show off your new skills and ideas, put that into a new book. Life is too short worrying about and endlessly tweaking one book. Keep writing, keep publishing, learn with each new one. A lot of thought went into the decision to republish my first two books as new editions. This is the best choice for me because I want to make sure they are 100% professional and reflect my best work. They will technically be new books, but a cleaned up version of what they used to be. Now that I've learned a lot, I don't think I will go back again and again to republish every book I create. I feel more confident than ever that I've gained enough knowledge and patience, which is super hard for me to practice, that I can publish my next new book and do it right without hesitation. Whatever I publish next, I can release and leave it at that. All thanks to the first two books I published and those experiences, I've learned the best way to do this that works for me, and that is my journey, no one else's. Sure, we may have similar experiences, but I can't make the decisions that feel best to you. Only you can do that. You have control over your journey. Trust yourself and remember that it's okay to publish before you feel 100% ready. No book is perfect. But every book is beautiful because it contains a little piece of the author's heart and soul. Now, 
I'd like to discuss the difference between best-selling and best-written. Do you have a dream to be like those celebrities who publish one book and automatically hit the bestseller charts? Let's stop to think about that for a moment. Does this celebrity really have an amazing book, or did it just sell because they're famous? Did they even write the book? Maybe. Or it could have been a bunch of ghostwriters. There are many reasons why this type of book might sell well, but the key word here is sell. A best-selling novel says nothing about the quality of a book. This label is all about quantity, the number of sales. How many people purchased the book? Why did they purchase the book? That's harder to quantify because there's so many variables. But knowing what is best-selling is finite. It's trackable. The lesson here is don't compare your work or your success to others because you have no idea the journey they took to get there. So then what is a best written book? That's harder to define, isn't it? What's considered best is subjective. It's personal preference. There are factors to consider like grammar, storyline, characters, and everyone has their own opinion about what that means when it comes to a good book. Catcher in the Rye used to be one of the most censored books of its time, but now it's nothing compared to what is and isn't censored nowadays. Harry Potter is still a beloved series by millions, but there are still people out there who criticize it and J.K. Rowling for its themes, plot holes, and new information that she's thrown out there pretending that it's always been canon. Every single book in the past, present, and future of books will have people who love it, and people who hate it. Find me a book that everyone in existence loves. That's impossible to quantify and would be far too time-consuming to research. So just trust me that a book like that does not exist. You will always have your critics. You will always have loyal readers. We all have genres we love, plot lines we enjoy, and character types we connect with. You can't control that in your readers. Does that mean you can't have a best-selling or best-written novel? Absolutely not. But I encourage you not to stress over achieving these goals because enjoying your journey is the most important thing. My main point here is not to get caught up in comparing yourself to others. Who really decides what a good book is? You and your readers. Simple as that. If someone doesn't like your book, Obviously, they're not the right reader to appeal to. It's impossible to please everyone. And you'll drive yourself nuts if you try to take every piece of criticism to heart. Even publishers have their own biases about books. It depends on their brand and what type of books they publish. It depends on the individual reader at the publishing house and whether they connect with it or not. Don't waste time trying to appeal to someone that you will never please. Shift your focus and keep searching for someone who is excited about your project. That person or publisher exists. I promise you. I recently worked with a writer who was struggling to send their work to publishers. The first one they sent it to had given feedback that the plot was too vague. She questioned if she should change her plot to strengthen the metaphor she was portraying. I advised her to slow down and see what other publishers have to say. One person's opinion is not enough evidence to help you decide if changes really need to be made. This writer took the rejection hard, which makes total sense. Rejection sucks. But once we talked it out, 
they felt much better about the situation and made a new plan to narrow in on the publishers that may be the best fit for their book. It's easy to get discouraged and think our book isn't good enough when we get rejected, but we tend to forget the good things people say to us too. It's easier to give up than to push forward and deal with the pain, but the reward on the other side will be so worth it. Have you ever watched a show or movie where there's a writer character? This character works on one book and suddenly they're an overnight success. Everyone loves it. The book didn't have to go through many changes. It was accepted by the first publisher with minimal effort. I understand that for Hollywood, showing the real life of a writer doesn't make for glamorous television. But showing this idea that the first book you write is the first book that will bring success can create problems in a writer's confidence. If we don't get that kind of success, we think success will never happen. Often we're not shown the various ways writers can publish and the different journeys taken. I'm not saying it's impossible that your first book written won't be a success, but those TV shows sure do make it look easy, and it's not, and that's okay. Every piece of writing you create, every book you read, course you take, is a stepping stone to actually publishing a debut novel. None of it is pointless or not worth your time or something you need to rush through to make it to success. Live in the moment with each stepping stone. Enjoy the process. Think of each moment as a seed being planted and it will blossom into something beautiful if you give it time and nourishment. That's what your writing career is like. You may find fast success, but I believe the more rewarding success comes from the work you put into it, the learning process, and the enjoyment that comes from creativity. What does success mean anyway? That's different for everyone depending on their values and how they visualize their lives. Please never stop writing. Find your stepping stones. It's never too late no matter your age or experience level. Those things are just quantifiable numbers. They say nothing of your quality. No, that comes from your passion, interactions with others, the stories and characters you create. You're the only one that can define that anyways. You are a writer, published or not, and your journey is amazing because it is authentically yours. Before we end off today's episode, let's explore a few quotes. John Steinbeck said, Ideas are like rabbits. You get a couple and learn how to handle them. And pretty soon, you have a dozen. Ideas will always come to you. Half-written stories and novels, scraps of paper and notes with random thoughts will always flow out of you. Even when you're at a block and you don't know where to go, eventually, something will spark in you to give you a story idea. Keep up that journey. Maya Angelou said, There is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. Fear often keeps us from writing our story, right? Imposter syndrome, doubt that we aren't good enough, the idea that it has all been said, but holding it all inside is bad for your health. Think about times when you've held in an emotion to make others more comfortable, or had a secret that no one else could know. You feel like you're bursting with no outlet. So please write. Even if it's just for you, use it as an outlet to express yourself. Writing doesn't always require an end goal of publication. It's okay to enjoy it for yourself without any expectations or pressures. Tell your story. 
Nicholas Sparks said, Publishing is a business. Writing may be art, but publishing, when all is said and done, comes down to dollars. This goes to what I said about quantity versus quality. Publishing houses need to make money. They may play it safe, not putting their faith in a new author, because they have to be certain that this book will sell. Writing is about passion. Publishing is about sharing your work and making money. When you're self-published, you have full control over that. When it's traditional, there are many more factors and people to consider. If you get too caught up in the corporate mindset while you're trying to pursue a writing career, I think you'll lose the joy of it rather quickly. As your challenge this time around, I want you to keep a list. Write it down in a designated notebook or file on your computer. What are you writing? Every nice thing anyone has ever said to you about your writing. Keep it all in one place so that when you're feeling low, you can always go back to it and remember just how valuable your creativity is to the world. There are several people out there who love you, and you never know whose life you could change with your words. On next week's episode, I'll be chatting about the experience of writing my first published novel, Strength From Within. Then I'll switch back to writing myths with Worthy Ideas Are Special and Unique. In episode 9 and 10, I'll have some very special guests on the podcast to close off the first season of Worthy Writers. There will be some awesome bonus content ahead for all my supporters on Buy Me A Coffee, but if you're in the Worthy Writers Club, you will have something extra special in store. All support is welcome and appreciated on my podcasting community. Comment on a post, share it with a friend, or contribute so that I may continue sharing my podcast and building my creative empire. Thank you for listening. Happy writing, worthy writers. Thank you for listening to the Worthy Writers Podcast. Did you enjoy this episode? Share your love and support by checking out my Buy Me A Coffee profile for bonus content and to help me continue building my creative empire. If you'd like other ways to connect, follow me on Instagram, join my Facebook group, or explore my website to learn more about me, be part of my community, or suggest topics for future episodes. All links are in the show notes. I can't wait to connect with you. My final words before you go, never forget that you are worthy.